One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the final word show. Liverpool beat Brighton by two goals to one heart-stopping end of the game. Um, yeah, we'll talk about all that in a moment, but first we are brought to you in association with The Athletic. It's theathletic.co.uk forward slash TV if you want to get 50% off your yearly subscription to their writing and their podcast. Some brilliant stuff on there right now, including the likes of James Pearce, Cy Hughes, and as mentioned, yeah, a whole new uh, world of podcasts that they've opened up to as well. Um, it's free for the first month and all that, so go and check it out. It's very, very good. Um, right, guys. Hi. Everyone suitably recovered from the weekend? I'm fine, mate. Thanks for asking. How are yeah. you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I really, I like, but here's the thing, Steve. It was a mad, uh, a mad end to the game of football. It was. I, it made me really enjoy the whole thing. It's, it's weird. Now, this is like, maybe it's borderline sadistic, but I genuinely, genuinely loved that end of the football match. Okay, <laughs> good for you. Not so much. Uh, I, it just no, but look, here's the thing. Now that I know we won, yeah, that's fair enough. I don't look. I'm not saying I enjoy world where Liverpool have got ten men and they're under the caution you might throw away and that might damage your lead at the top of the league. Blah 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 blah. That was a fucking shit game of football. It was dead boring. <laughs> and then all of a sudden yeah. we're in a world where we're smacking balls into the far corner of the pitch. Like the most un-Liverpool thing I've ever seen. It's but it made, was great. It's made a, a, what would have been a, a forgettable win over Brighton. You will now, whatever happens this season, we will now remember the day yeah. that we beat Brighton. So yeah, I get you in that point too. At the time, I, I was happy for just a boring game for once. Yeah. Just I, I had lots on. <laughs> it's a bit, it's a busy time of year. Saturday was a bit mad, and I was thinking just 90, 90 whatever minutes of my life, I'll just sit down and watch Liverpool. And at two nil, was like, this is exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it wasn't exactly yeah. what we needed. But I don't know how it works, but I'm not because I'm not suggesting you watch the game on an illegal stream. Absolutely not. But um, <laughs> I don't think, and I don't know how this works because obviously there's people who do this for every Liverpool game. But I don't think Liverpool ever have a, have a relaxing time when you watch a game on a stream yeah. because there's a it, it, it's always the most stressful. Experience. Yeah, no, because because it's illegal to watch streams in Britain. I actually have to fly. <laughs> to, out of the country to yeah the yeah, just yeah so yeah. That, that's what I'm saying I was busy I had like a flight to catch airport security to get through so, so, so yeah it, it wasn't a, it wasn't ideal just rode out to international <laughs> waters <laughs> like a pirate radio station no, yeah um, having said that mate it's if nothing else it's character building yeah for, for us and for the players yeah and to be fair obviously it's late down the road but we are coming to it but I thought the way the way they dealt with the adversity of being yeah. down w- was really, really positive. Yeah. Um, the BBC's Emma Sanders. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> we must have so much character by now, if these right. <laughs> God, yeah. How much character can you have if this was like an if this was like a role playing game? You'd you'd be we'd be maxed out on it's fourteen games into the season. Mentality monsters. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it was really important that they dug in at the end. Um, obviously, everyone wants a clean sheet and. Still didn't get that. No one so. more than Alison Becker. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Alison was just like, look, this game's ne- this game needs to spice it up. I'll step up. Why not? Um, yeah, it was it was mad. I was doing the live text actually on um, on BBC website, and it was crazy because the amount of people that were in there, and I just kind of I I didn't know what was going on. I just put in the goal entry like I have no idea what's just gone on, but Alison's just got sent off. There's a free kit that's just been taken. Like Adrian was just stood still. Nobody knows what's going on, but hey, 
Liverpool haven't got a clean sheet. Absolutely, absolutely mad. We'll talk about all those points in a bit. But um, Patrick Tumpen coming to us from Portland, Oregon. Thank you very much for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Um, You'll be able to give us all the inside scoop on Nike, presumably. In the, yeah. <laughs> in the, in the Ten minutes from my house. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, what did you make of the game then? Uh, again, it, it was another example, ultimately, though, of us... A game that probably should have been quite relaxing and it was just insanely stressful. Yeah, um, I think that at 2-0, it felt like it was going to be 3 or 4 before too long. Um, I think I fall more into uh, Ross's party. I was looking... Oh, Steve, sorry. Sorry, I've just met Ross before. Um, <laughs> I got no sleep got last Ross night. On the brain. Uh, I, I got Ross that, on the brain. I don't right? know who that's more insulting for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably me. <laughs> that's fine. Never live that down. Um, no, it's absolutely fine. Just but no, I, I do agree with Steve. I think I was hoping for 3 4 nils, first game at Anfield, wanted to just enjoy it, sing, have a great time. And in the, uh, in the end, I think the excitement of you know, how everything unfolded was probably uh, a more memorable experience. Absolutely. So I'm kind of We celebrated torn. the full-time whistle more than we celebrated either of Virgil van Dijk's goal. Yeah. Everything. Um, You're just oh. used to him scoring, though. It's like, oh, there's our centre-back. He's just got two. He's just, just got off, powered ahead of it. It's absolutely fine. Um, I just want to talk, before we get into the footy, uh, I want to talk about the first six minutes um, and chatting justice for the 96. Steve, it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a weird week off, yeah. off the back of all this and, one thing, one thing that I noticed, and I, I've been thinking this recently. Actually, we don't really do the, the, you know, like anything about the '96 on on the cop anymore. You know what I mean? It's like I think people would finally sort of not put it to bed because it's, it's never it's never going anywhere. So it's 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 part of the fabric of this city and and, and the people and, and the football club and all that kind of stuff. Like, but I think it was telling of the the it showed how important that that how or the. I had to be careful how I wear this, of course, but obviously they're not guilty verdict in the week. Yep. How important that, how how bad a thing that was, and how important the justice and all that remains. Yeah, to the, I to think the I think it was actually the families who, who at the time wasn't it after the inquest they didn't want the whole ceremony on field anymore on, on the anniversary and stuff like that. It's more of a private thing now, which I understand for them as well. You know, mm-hmm. I think after the inquest, I think it was almost the point where everyone kind of thought, oh, that's that. What now they've said the unlawful killing. It's a matter of time before. X person, whoever he or she is, mm-hmm. or the people are are now prosecuted for what happened, and then slowly but surely things have dripped and dropped, and there's been the odd th- battle here and there, and it's kind of gone under the radar to, to an extent, and then it, it was just a ball from the blue, and like you say, we have to be careful with what we say and what we we don't say and stuff. But I think I thought that the weekend. I'll be honest, I'm, I'll be surprised if anything ever happens. And I think that might be the end of it, to be honest, in terms of the, the legal pursuit of it. But it was almost like a be there for the families. Yeah. Because it must be absolutely just heartbreaking and devastating. In fact, I, I spoke to a couple of people who were close to it and they had, it's like another kick in the teeth. Yeah. And they're blaming a, a wide variety of things for it. So I thought, again, I wasn't in the ground, I'll be honest, but it, it sounded to me like it was a very much a support for the families rather than because I don't think unfortunately I hope I'm wrong but I don't think anything's going to I think that might yeah. be the end of any legal proceedings so now it's a case of just looking after these people because it's going to be they're never going to get the closure and that must be mm-hmm. like absolutely devastating for them yeah I think that's it I think these people have been such an inspiration to all of us for so long in, in the way they conducted themselves and it felt like it felt at like the very least we could do in yep. the ground was, was was draw attention to it and remind the world where we stand and how we stand behind the, the families and the survivors etc but yeah um, yeah brilliant absolutely made me, made me very very proud um, like, well let's get back to the game um, Emma obviously the big talking point going into the game was the lack of Fabinho um, we, we was, he was going to be missing anyway because he was suspended for, for suspended for the game. Obviously, we now know he could be out for up to eight weeks. There was a little bit of debate as to who was going to get the, the nod in the sixth role. It could have been Gini Wijnaldum. Adam Lallana would have been a pretty much a straight swap. We saw him play away at Villa Park. Um, but Jordan Henderson back in back in that role. But, you know, he should really be our second choice six. What did you What did you think of his performance? Yeah, I wasn't surprised that he started in the six. I wanted to see Wijnaldum in there. I'll be honest with you. Um, and that's not because I don't think Henderson is good at it. I think Henderson, it takes away Henderson's strengths when he plays in a more attacking role. Mm-hmm. So I think when you're losing Fabino, you're effectively losing half of another player because one of those other midfielders has to sacrifice their yeah. game, essentially to drop into that number six role. But yeah, I thought he played well. I thought he had a good game. 
Um, like I said, it's whenever he's in that role, it's always a bit of a you know six, seven is? out of ten performance. It's never anything amazing. Well, you know what it is for me is that you get so much criticism, and we've been so effusive in our praise for him as in a more mm -hmm. advanced position since he shifted yeah. there. That I don't know what I was expecting. Like I somehow expected it to be horrendous. Yeah. But he, he you're right. There was never a problem with Jordan Henderson yeah. playing in, in in the six. It's just that Fabinho's better. Yeah, that's that. That's yeah, all and it I is. completely agree with that. And I mean, I'm a fan of Henderson, and I've said this before, like plenty of times. I've probably come out and said, like, I love Henderson. I think he's a brilliant player for this football club. Whether that's in the six or in an attacking role, I think he does a job in either position. Yeah. But obviously, you know, in that more attacking role, he's definitely better. But yeah, he just goes about his work and he just gets the job done. But yeah, like I said, it's nothing magnificent. It's not Fabinho level. But, you know, Fabinho, in my opinion, is the best defensive mid midfielder probably in Europe on form at the moment. Definitely yeah. in the Premier League. So when you lose him, it, there's obviously going to be a difference. I think there's a couple of factors of players in there, Patrick, is that uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain's probably the most deserving of a place in the side at the moment, mm -hmm. in, his, you know, in his form. Do we then want to... The reason Henderson probably ends up in the six is because Ox is, is better on the right-hand side of the midfield. That's that's probably all it, all it boils down to. Me and Chris were talking in the build-up to the game. I think if Naby Keita was in the form that Ox was in, I think Genie probably plays the yeah. six and you keep Henderson on the right. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I do think one thing that we noticed watching the game from the Anfield Road end was between Verge and Hendo in the six, the... There's so much leadership right there. You can see them dictating the play incredibly well, and it's incredible to watch that in person. You don't see a lot of it on, on the telly from the mm -hmm. States. But um, I really think that Genie's probably a better fit for that position. His ball retention is incredible, yeah. and that's something that we really need when we're you know playing a more possession-based game. But it was interesting because we really didn't you know, possessed that much of the ball throughout the match, mm. but um, Ox was incredible to watch, and his pressing mm. up front in the first half in particular was mind-blowing, and it was incredible to see, like, between him and Firmino just closing down every angle over and over again. It was exceptional, so uh, I was really impressed with, with how he's been playing. I think it's vindicated, you know, in, in that regard. I, we talked about this, is that this spell of games, you don't really... <sighs> I carefully this. You don't need Fabinho. Is is you know every team needs Fabinho because he's brilliant. Yeah. But the point is, is that you're going to play a lot of teams, and these are probably played more football than, than a lot of teams will play against us. Yeah, probably more footy than Everton are going to play against us. Probably more footy than Watford will play against us, etc., etc. And in those games, there's nothing wrong with having a bit more of a cult. You know, well, hang on, again, a slightly more attacking yeah. number six in that role. Henderson, I thought, covered it well, and, and again, it allowed Oxley Chamberlain to be one of the best players on the pitch. Yeah, I actually again, I was again watching it on 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 a legal by legal matters. No, um, <laughs> is that I a lot of the time Wine Alden just dropped in there anyway. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of the time it wasn't just, it was it was always like a rotating six. I mean, yeah. there was a time when Henderson goes out and Chamberlain dropped in. So it, it was more it was more like the old style of where it, it, he kind of done jobs. Yeah. There was mm -hmm. definitely times when when Wine Alden was just playing number six. So I don't know how, I don't know what the training's been or you know because Klopp admitted didn't he? We've had no training. Mm -hmm. We've had it was literally we play we played Napoli recovery days. We're playing Brighton. Yeah. So the, and he's, even before ever he said they're going to get one session. So maybe he's just gone. We'll just go back to the tried and tested. Yeah. Where Jordan will know what he's doing. Chamberlain mm -hmm. goes there. Wijnaldum goes there. Maybe the plan could be for a Lallana or a Wijnaldum. They're probably all going to get a go at different stages. Um, what I would say is that what Fabino does better than like much better is that not only does he play the M in our half, he plays the M in their half. Yeah. He makes it really difficult for teams to get out. So when the second balls and stuff. I mean, sometimes we're holding the line, but we're holding it on in you know in their second third of their half. Yeah. I don't think Henderson does that quite well. I thought it was too easy for Brighton to get out. Mm. And the same for Wijnaldum. I don't think it's a, a massive criticism of them. It is, it, it, if nothing else, it's just highlighting how good Fabinho is. In that, at that time, I thought it was you know Brighton would we mentioned before Chamberlain and Firmino pressing really well, and two passes and they were out. Where usually I would expect that's where Fabinho would be nipping in and winning mm -hmm. the ball back. So. That was the major difference. Other than that, I don't think it, it was it was a huge notable drop off. I wouldn't look at that result and say that result ends up being that result because you've knocked off Fabinho on the pitch necessarily. Yeah. You could yeah. look at it if you. I mean, there might be guys who were fully into that. You know, there might be something underlying in the stats or whatever that you know experts might be able to pull apart and go, ah, well, you can see that this. But you know, for me, on the on the on the, the surface, yeah. it's not his fault. We concede. 
No. And he actually plays a pivotal role in making sure that we we don't crumble in, in you yeah. know in that last fifteen minutes as well. I think he really he, he really upped his game. Um, uh, let's talk about the opening goal then. Uh, Emma, Virgil <laughs> Virgil <laughs> technically starts the move. By fouling their guy on the halfway line, getting away with it. Yeah, I was trying to think of this earlier. I can't picture that. He just basically jumps into his back. Yeah, he just throws out. It's Connolly, isn't he? Just uh, okay, throws yeah, him on the yeah. floor. And then three yeah. seconds later, we get a foul. Um, and Trent, you know, once Shit again, he's just unreal, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, every time Trent puts a ball in the box, there's going to be some kind of impact from it, whether or not it's, you know, the keeper having to come out, punch it, or... I just think when you've got somebody who can put in a putting crosses like that you're going to get so many chances and obviously he's him and Robertson are creating more more goals than anyone else in Europe and you can see why and Van Dyke just he just times his jump so well and he does this like every single time it's not like he you know it's one in three it's every single time he attacks the ball his jump is just timed to perfection so as soon as he, he got the better of, of the defender you just knew that it was going to be in the back of the net I suppose Patrick you'll have seen it better than I from the other end mm-hmm. of the ground but because it felt surreal for us it was like one of those moments of like because the way the header the way he heads it you know and, 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 it took and so long it. didn't yeah, it exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, was a, it was a bizarre one it was a real like oh is that has that gone in? Are we? Oh, <laughs> we celebrating. Okay, mm. it was. It, it, I think this is this is how the game kind of felt to me because we scored the, the two headers. It was for something that's very difficult to do. It felt too easy. If yeah. that makes sense. Well, we we did have an incredible view of it. the The interesting thing right at, at the beginning of the uh, set piece, he stood about a yard offside, just waiting for you know the, the line to push up and again the quality that Trent puts in and, and I think it was Mo that you know runs over the ball mm-hmm. gives us a little you know the defenders don't know exactly when when to go they move too early and when he jumped uh, my wife Jen has an incredible video of it actually mm-hmm. it looks like it's in slow motion the whole thing you see him come up and you're like oh he might this might happen and then it's flying you're like oh it's still coming and the keeper missed it and it's you know dropping under the bar it was absolutely he hangs in the it, air doesn't he yeah I mean it was it's it doesn't look real when you're watching it in, in real time or on the video um, incredible scenes you know reminded me of like seeing somebody of your videos over the years of <laughs> celebrating the stands I'm like I've got one of those now it was fucking <laughs> incredible it was I actually think the, the point of the step over is crucial mm-hmm. in that that's what that's what sends Brighton I think it highlights how good Liverpool are in those situations usually we're really good at holding that line Brighton just felt a bit so mm-hmm. if Va- Lovren and Van Dijk were, were in acres of space because yeah. they as soon as Mo steps over two went and then everyone else stayed so all of a sudden it was just so it was like now Van Dijk has got a, a three yard jump it's if he no one's stopping him yeah. the only way this isn't going in is if he misses the head if, yeah. if he yeah, messes yeah. the header up because Brighton as, as good as they were with the ball and stuff I thought their organisation of set pieces both of them was, was, was pretty ordinary and it must be so hard as a defender to know. Jesus Christ! Look at this fella. I am gonna ha- no, but I am gonna have to go early. Yeah. And as soon so as soon as Salah steps, they've gone. And then, like I say, he was offside. He was he was standing offside. The fact that he drops in, it goes. They were a mess. They were so mm-hmm. flat-footed. I actually thought watching the first time, maybe he's headed it at the defender's head, yeah. and that's kind of what's yeah, made it yeah. loop. But no, it's literally it's like a lobbed header into the yeah. goal. It was really well taken, but it was just again. Our set pieces now, it's it was just such a threat, and I'm not sure you might looking back, you know, racking my brains. Like, have we had a better set piece taker than him? I, the only yeah. thing that I was thinking was Gerard in 13, 14. I think yeah. he gets double yeah. figures mm-hmm. of assists yeah. and assists that season, and yeah. so many of them are corners, corners and free, free kicks, kicks and yeah. stuff. And that's the closest we've got. Oh, obviously we had this last season as well. But the you can win a game of football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we've just won a game of football because yeah. how good we are at set pieces. Well, our last three goals have all been from centre back. So, <laughs> but I, I think there's a bit of a fear factor as well. Every time Trent or Robbo gets the ball, you can see the opposition sort of yep. panicking a little bit, thinking, "Oh, like where, when do we go? Like, are they going to do an in swinger? Like, oh, and they just don't really know what to do because they know that the quality of the ball is going to cause them problems, and they know they're going to have to make a split decision." And and then yeah, and then when you got Van Dyke walking up to you and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna come to this corner, you just go, nah, I'm done. <laughs> but this is this is the thing about the, the set pieces is that was a game where Brighton have got in there and they thought, oh, we'll make it difficult for Liverpool, yeah. we've got our brand of football, we're gonna, and we're looking at this spell of spell of fixtures and the big concern is where do we get in our rest? 
And you know, and particularly on the back of the Napoli results, I mean, there's a the disappointment there that it means we're going to have to go big against Salzburg. Yeah. In, you know, in a week's time. Or this is how this is another way to get minutes in your legs. Mm. Is because if you can win games without having to, tr- you know, without having to exert yourself, I mean, like, it's not quite as simple as oh well, just do that again, mm. just yeah. do that again, just whip a corner directly into Virgil van Dijk's head because it's not it isn't as simple as that. But yeah. that you know, and we'll, we'll come into this in a second, but. It made the game. We we won the game from two from two set pieces. Basically. Yeah, and it takes the pressure off the front three as well mm-hmm. because they've they've got such a reputation now where you just everyone expects them to score constantly every single game or get an assist every single game. And when you've got centre backs like Lovren as well, who's who's good in the air, but Lovren and Van Dijk who can just pitch in with like you say these important goals from set pieces, it does take that pressure off that they don't always have to deliver. They do always have to create something out of nothing yeah. you've got that to fall back on and that is that's big you need to you need those don't you Patrick I think, again I think back to 13-14 I think like the Arsenal game where we battered them at Anfield it's scales mm. it's scale yeah. headers yeah. that kick yeah, things yeah. on you know they, that's Talking about breaking, in fact Arsenal Arsenal this season's the same thing isn't it it's a, it's a, it's a ball into the box and it, yeah, yeah exactly scoring scoring headers scoring from set plays, set plays and crosses and that kind of thing it, it means you're not searching for the perfect goal Yep. you'll take a goal wherever it, wherever it comes I I really enjoy centre back header goals yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is about when Lovren scores it's you know I still think back to the Europa League uh, against Dortmund that yeah. which is fucking phenomenal but yeah I think uh, the, the most important thing is the pressure that it takes off the front three because there's been a lot of talk week in week out about they're not clicking together you know but the beautiful thing about Liverpool at the moment is even if the front three aren't linking up in the way that maybe we've seen them do before, we know they're capable of. You know, if Salah's off it, Mane steps up. If Mane's off it, maybe Firmino comes in. If he's out, maybe, you know, Ox pulls out a goal of midfield or Henda or Genie at these important moments. And then if you can have Verge step up and, you know, get two for us early, we, we were coasting, you know, well, that's at, the at point. That point. Brighton must be thinking, right, we've got a good handle on this. You know, you know. To be fair, I'd forgotten at the time because of the way the game pans out and recency bias and all that. We were actually pretty good in the first half. You know, we created we created chance after chance, but they kept us at bay. But then all of a sudden, you know, you go, oh great, we've got we've got Salah, we've got Firmino, we've got Mane handled, and then Verde just pops up and bangs it, and you just go, yeah. And that's and that 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 was the reason. You're right. Is in addition to that, and it goes back to the chat about Oxlade Chamberlain. There was a couple of times where we just lit, where we the three are linking up and then well they're going nowhere. Oh and look, out of nowhere here comes Oxide Chamberlain arriving on the edge of the box and all of a sudden you've got four guys who you've got who you've got to deal with as well. Yeah. Um, well, there, there was that one move in particular. I think there was like three or four just really intricate oh, passes yeah. where Bobby, Bobby, Bobby laid it off for, yeah. for Ox at the edge of the box and the keeper makes a good save. There was some incredible football um, in, in that game and I think that we are so dangerous on, I mean, left back, right back, our centre backs, our midfield, our, our, I mean, we are a fucking exceptional team. And this is the difference, isn't it? It's the, uh, you know, Klopp referenced it and in one of his press conferences in the week about how, you know, saying you're spreading the goals out more and he said, well, you know, not too long as everyone said we were reliant on the front three. We need to be, you know, they could do with getting back into a little yeah. bit of goal scoring form, but the mark of truly great sides get goals from all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. And- Van Dijk should score loads because, again, maybe I'm just a bit simple. But in fact, I know I am a bit. But, <laughs> but I, I, I just think if the cross is good for him, he is going to win that ball. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens. So, you know, that's how we score against Palace. It's, it's he, he makes a run and obviously there's a bit of a scramble. We had the goals the other day. You mentioned Lovren was in acres of space against Napoli. We've had Mane at the front post at Villa. Not only will Van Dijk just draw attention, he, so he makes it easier for others. Yeah. Like that second goal, I just don't know how you stop that. Yeah. Like it, I just doesn't. I just don't, no genuinely because the ball is that good and he's so big and strong. Unless you try and block him off, you know, because he does, he loses his marker rather easily. But that's because he's like, he's not always massive. He's so strong and he's so quick. Yeah. Like Lewis Dunk is a pretty good Premier League centre half, and he's no, Van Dijk is away from him in a, in a second. It's yeah. one dummy, and he's ran and he's got two yards. He's running that <laughs> running onto that ball. It's just a goal. Yeah. Every single time, and that that's that's. You mentioned before, scoring goals was the hardest thing in footy. That was as pretty much as easy as it gets. And as an opposition, not only with your plans by Liverpool, not only do you have to work so hard on, well, how, what are we going to do to nullify these lot? Oh, by the way, there's the midfield who are, who are chipping in. 
But by God, we're going to spend a few hours on set pieces. Yeah. How are we going to deal with Virgil van Dijk? And you it's, have it in your head as well, not to give away free kicks. Yeah. Not to give away set pieces. How so like when you're defending like, in your own box and you're like, oh, I need to put this out for a corner. But if I put this out for a corner, <laughs> they've got a very high chance of scoring. No, absolutely. And you're right on that. This is where it's going to come into, we're going to come into our own, I think, in this spell of the season. is because... Uh, you know, it's the training thing. There's no time to train once you hit yeah. December, and that's true of all of a sudden. That's true of every club. Yeah. So there is no extra. Whereas Liverpool get to rely on muscle memory in these things, mm. and that's the thing about Van Dijk. Look, three goals now. You know, 14 games into the season, I, I, your best centre half should be scoring five a season. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a decent benchmark. But actually, you know. Again, you think to Skirtle 13, 14, I think to Linton Company, I think to John Terry's would get more than that in, in, a, yeah. in a really, really good season. And that it's just another, it's, a, it's another weapon. You our, mentioned before, team. sorry, you mentioned about, you know, no training, I think is a point, but also fatigue at this stage of the season, it's, that's what you can switch off. Yeah. So it, and yeah. it, only, it will only take you a second as a defender. So Van Dijk just drops one shoulder and, and it's, he's gone. And that, you know, when, when the weather's going to be God awful, and it's going to be freezing, and it's it's just it must be so easy to, for just to lose your concentration for a second. Yeah. yeah, our set plays now. I mean, that's what's got us in the position where we are. We haven't been, yeah. to be honest, mate. We we haven't been amazing in, in any game. I thought Salzburg for an hour or so, well half was was as good as we get. Yeah, but we haven't been other than maybe even City. We were pretty good, but not across the ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah we've had I, good spells, but but then but then not not I'm not saying the set piece of bail on us out because they're a le- legit option, yeah. but they are. It's it's just such a weapon to have in your armory when you've got probably the best crosser, him and Kevin De Bruyne are the two best crossers in the league, mm. and then you've got a centre half like like that big fella who is just unmarkable. I mean, I'd be surprised if he doesn't go up towards eight goals this season because, again, I, I just don't I don't know what you can do other than foul him to yeah. stop us scoring that mm. goal. Yeah, absolutely. It was interesting in his post-match interview as well. Virgil was saying that he always comes up against their best header of the ball so he says like oh, i'll always come up against the tallest and the best header so that in itself takes something away yeah. and Mane and bobby are very very good in the air yeah. so it, when you've got like center bats like lovin and van dyke who are so dangerous that automatically take away the the two best defenders in terms of you know yeah. um clear set pieces you've then got the likes of bobby and Mane who are still extremely dangerous in the air yeah and absolutely. also you know we, we get we, we might get ten of those a game. We only yeah. have to score off one. Yeah. yeah. So we might get like six corners with four free kicks, and it only and at some point you bank on the fact that he's gonna get free or, yeah. or someone's gonna happen, and and I think that's what it is. It's just a you just keep it's relentless. It's more yeah. relentless. Than he nearly scored the hat trick. If Gene uh-huh. Wilder didn't, didn't tackle him in the, tackle <laughs> him in the box, he nearly scored the greatest hat trick goal the centre half ever scored by bringing it down. I would have got team. so excited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they had a really good spell in the back end of the half. Actually, what you know, we're two 0 up. I think it's probably 10, 10 plus minutes at the end of the half where they were they were maybe the better team. Um, I've had a few people discussing this. Were we guilty of not kicking on? Maybe I think uh, Klopp said after the match that you know, and, and before the match that Brighton Brighton aren't really a club that will play differently against different teams. They're they're good on the ball and they. I don't necessarily think it was us taking our foot off the gas. Maybe, maybe a, to an extent, you know, we're we're up two nil, scored pretty easy goals, as Steve said. Um, but you know, I think I think the uh, it was probably a combination of may, maybe just a little bit of um, thinking that this is going to be a bit of a, an easy ride and quality that Brighton brought, and they, they were impressive on the ball. It was That's it. I I, I think it's not so much as letting letting our foot off the gas as not putting our foot on their throats a bit, Steve. You know, there's. And I don't. There's not necessarily a need to do this. It feels like there's a need to do this because ultimately they get a goal and we end up with a really nervy end of the game. And because we're not keeping clean sheets, makes it a bit more. But also, no one scores two goals against us. No. Often, you know, you know, really. Especially not Anfield. You know, ex- exactly. And so. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, 
you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Bearing in mind when I'm talking about the fitness and the exertions and all that, it's understandable, it's a little frustrating because I think another goal means the game, that game could have been completely and utterly yeah, but I don't, Again, I don't think it was a lack of anything like that. We had chances. You know, Oxley Chamberlain probably scores, if not for a really good block. You know, we had other. I actually thought they they defended quite well from that point on in terms of in, in their in their own box. They were in yeah. there quite a bit and they were getting a toe in here, like say a good block from Dunk there. So. I don't think Liverpool stopped playing. I think what the worry was for me was was that I could tell that they were fresher than us. You could tell that from the, from mm-hmm. ball one, and it makes sense. We've just we've just been run round, yeah. run, run, run oh, yeah. ragged by Napoli. So I was thinking, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be by the end of this game. I imagine Brighton are gonna be seeing a quite quite a bit of the ball. You know, we ha- we're gonna have to make subs. We did look a bit a bit leggy, which again is understandable. If we get that, like if that Chamberlain one goes in, which it looks like it's doing, you know, Matt Ryan made a good save, didn't he, from from Firmino as well. It's a, it's kind of is a different story. I think Klopp referenced in his comp, his his, um, his press post conference. press conference. Sorry, yeah, thanks, Emma, journalist there. You know what these these are called. Um, I think someone asked Klopp like it was it was it just a case of not finishing your chances, and Klopp was actually quite snarky. Went well, what else was it? And then, <laughs> and then the guy goes, well, you know, it isn't like you're worried about creating chances. And Clough went, no, we created chances. It was just the, the, the last little bit. So mm. I don't think it was a, you know, it's easy to say, oh, Liverpool got complacent, Liverpool did this. I actually think they were a little bit unlucky, a bit tired. And sometimes, like, there's another there's another team on the pitch. I think you're right. It's it's worth considering, isn't it, Emma, when you look at the results of all the other top teams of the weekend, yeah. you know, and how, oh, okay, yes, Spurs pick up pick up points of course yeah. but they actually come close to they were knackered at the yeah, end of that yeah. exactly yeah. Chelsea obviously falling apart as well Man City struggling against Newcastle we forget this when it's going well and it's it's the reason why there's meltdowns from fan bases and whatever at this time of season every season because people forget how difficult it is to play two games a week yeah I completely agree with that and and I, I agree with what you're saying I think Clough even said in his, in his in his press conference I think it was last week he said we can't play intense all the time and that's where our games adapted a lot from last season because last season you could see that you were sort of like towards the end of the season it was a real real struggle and it was like fighting and fighting and fighting every game to try and get a result whereas now even even when they did score yeah it was a bit nervy but again I was like I I can't see them scoring here I just can't see Brighton getting a second here and um, I think it's look at the all-round game plan two goals up you know they are We're not really dominating the game in the, yeah. in the same way, but we're two goals up at home. Yeah. We bring off Firmino, we bring off Salah and Firmino. The game plan's being enacted absolutely yeah. perfectly, and it wouldn't you wouldn't shock you if we, you know, in, in any normal set of circumstances, we'd probably win that two, or maybe you nick one more yeah. on, the, on the counter where they when they throw the kitchen sink at you at the end. If this is do. where you miss Firmino, by the way. Yeah. It's that last bit there where, like you say, if when you've got that danger of maybe conceding a goal on the counter, that's where you need him in there to just... Moreover, I think we miss a goalkeeper using... Well, yeah, that too. ...as opposed to something else. We actually miss Mignolet in that situation. He'd have been stuck on his six-yard line. Not a problem in any way, shape or form. Lovren tweets in, tackles him, and we're not talking about it as a problem. It's those lycra tights. He just wanted to He just wanted to get them out. You know what, I think the issue is, it's his hair. Since he stopped gelling the hair... He just he looks a bit scruffy, and, and he's, he's having a couple of bit more scruffy moments. I think he needs to have a, have a look in the mirror. Smarten up. Just just, wow. just sharpen up. Look sharp. yeah, yeah, Fashion just, advice from Steve. Yeah, <laughs> hair advice from Steve. Listen, yeah. as, a, as a man, as a man with no hair, I feel like 
it's a shame when someone wastes hair. Because yeah, I, 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 right. I know how precious hair can be. <laughs> and I think, you know, get your hair gel back out and get yourself back looking sharpish. <laughs> and you'll probably just, you know, look or feel good. Because Fix up, look one, day he might, yeah. one day he might not, again, he might not have any and he'll miss it. And mm. all those days when I have bad hair days, I look back going, I wish I'd have done a little bit more. No, but no, I think... Uh, 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 you're right, Steve. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, he does look. He does look a touch un, 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 he's, got, he's got proper better, doesn't he? Unkempt. Yeah. Which is which is ironic because he's a keeper. I mean, he still looks fine to me. Unkempt. Unkempt. <laughs> <laughs> listen, he, listen, as, he's a very good-looking guy. Um, what I would say on, on that is, he doesn't have himself in a bad place. Yeah, he's. I mean, he, 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 it's he, the nature he, of the goalkeeper because we saw it a couple of times in the game and actually against Napoli as well. He's very front foot. He likes to be on the edge yeah. of his area. He's a sweeper keeper. Sweeper keeper. That's yeah. what you expect. But I didn't realise it uh, uh, truly until I watched it back. He's like two metres outside the outside. Oh, yeah, outside he's way the, outside. outside yeah. Which, which is fine, but it's because he stops. If his momentum just runs him through that ball, I think he gets caught up because he wonders, is Lovren going to get it? He kind of, mm-hmm. he stops, he's on his back foot, and then he goes and he shifts. If he just either stayed or just absolutely ran well, out. He can't, if he stays, I think if he stays, he gets they score. Because yeah. he is getting yeah. robbed. And yeah. I, think, I think this is the thing, I was thinking about this earlier, and I don't, I don't want to criticise Lovren because he's technically not done anything wrong, but if that's Van Dijk going back, I think he stays on his line because I think he thinks Van Dijk's going to win that ball. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that it's Lovren, I think he thinks... He's not. He does get caught under. Yeah, I think. Oh, he's he's not going to get the length here on his header if he, if he does get there first. He's probably not going to get there first. I'm going to have to come out here. So I do think the fact that it is Lovren over Van Dyke, he does. There's a bit of indecision there, and he thinks, ah, oh, I've got to come out. And yeah, he's way out of his box. He gets himself into it, into yeah. into a pickle. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> fair, like, I, uh, I think it's fair. Look, I think uh, I've been there. I've been there many. I've I'm normally self-inflicted. Terrible position and trying to be, you know, but I don't get, like, be, too, be too clever. Is that the difference between you and Alison? That is yeah. the fun. No, the, no, the, actually, the, the, that's the one, the one similarity. Similarity yeah. <laughs> 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 so every goalkeeper is we've all done something stupid like yeah. that. At some, at it's some more point. like it's just instinct because he knows he's out the box. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and to be honest, no, but it's the instinct why goalkeepers break bones when at yeah, home because yeah. they try to do things. You know, your yeah, instinct yeah. is to just do something. It's just stupid. You. you the ball's that close to him. It's a very difficult instinct, and this is yeah. me it's played at the lowest mm. possible <laughs> level of football. But if you if your entire existence is getting your hands to footballs, yeah. then it's very difficult to not to not do that. Put your hand to, up to up yeah. towards the, the football. The, the mistake is the the stutter step, isn't it? That's yeah. where he loses everything. Like I say, if he just runs out, remember was it Bournemouth when he just runs out and edited away and just yeah, cleans yeah. some fella out? Yeah. At where he probably gets the ball, but the problem is, yeah, or, right. or if he doesn't, you know, he, he probably clears their their striker out by the and time, gets a yellow. By the red. time he gets there, because you're right, was the time and stuff. He's got no choice. He's yeah. either got to yeah. let the let him be lobbed, or he's got to or he's got to handle stop it. it. You yeah. know, that's and and I don't know. I, I don't know whether there's a, we were joking, Patrick. We, I, I don't know whether he's decided. I'm just not conceding the goal here. Yeah. Because it's go. I think, well, it, it wouldn't surprise it's, me. It's arcing towards the goal. Mm-hmm. We'll never know whether Lovren would have got there or not because he's certainly he's certainly covering. Um, he, he, yeah, his run-ups left him. It left him with a, a tough decision to make there. Yeah. Um, I've you know I've played keeper on the futsal mm-hmm. team and I've done that exact thing before. Again, not mm-hmm. close to the same level, <laughs> but you. Uh, the instincts kick in and it your your brain shuts off. You see the ball, it looks like it's going in. From my, from my perspective, it looked like it was going to go. Yeah. Um, it looked like right when right when he actually chips it, Lovren was almost kind of forced out. I, it would have been very difficult, yeah. I think, for him to to get back in time. Um, that being said, it's only two one, and you've still got your goalkeeper on the pitch. Yes. If he decides to yeah. the flip, yeah. Sort of yeah. It, it, but it, again, it's instinct. I don't think he and means he play it. against it, Everton. It, it, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. it's, it's just instinct to go. It, you get. I don't really bl- oh, listen. I don't blame him for the handball because he doesn't. That isn't a, a thought process. Yeah. That is just his his natural instinct of like you said, ball catch ball. That's his job. Yeah. It was the fact that he didn't make his mind up quick enough one way or yeah. the other. He's either he's either on his line in the box or he's go. I, I don't think as again you play goalie. I haven't, but. Once you go, I don't think you can ever stop. No, you're yeah, you I think once you, I think the problem. Yeah, you can go yeah. back. You can go backwards, but yeah. you can't stop and just stand still. I don't think. Yeah. You, to be fair, I'm not even sure. 
I think he's come out. He's just he's come out too early, you yeah, know. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, that, and that again, that's part and parcel of how he, how he plays the game. It was just a very awkward one, you know. It's 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 a bizarre one to watch how the lad suddenly in and Lovren yeah. suddenly in in in, lo, in loads of trouble. He came out of his box. I think like maybe ten minutes before in that game and like cleared it. I think with his foot and it went out for throwing. Yeah. Um, and I was watching that thing. You're like, why has he come out there? Because he didn't need to. Yeah. So I just think he was like. Well, it's part and parcel. You're going to play a high eager, line, and yeah, you exactly, need yeah. to cover that space yeah. in behind, and he's very, very good at doing that. But you're right. It was a very. It was just a very odd situation. He's, he's come out too. He's come out too far. You're right. You've either got to come out. The, that being said, if you do commit and come out, come out, commit, there's actually yeah. no chance. There might be, there might I be think no chance of him getting to it because of the way that the, the way it is. And all of a sudden, you are. You're another what ten ten yards outside outside your box. Yeah. Completely when you, you know completely in no man's. Land. I think yeah. you might get it. I think you could foul the lad though yeah. and not get sent off. Like I think if he just runs out, I think there's a good chance that he can kind of just clatter into him. Yeah. And yeah. because Lovren's on the cover, you might just get it. You might get sent off because some refs will. And yeah. there's a Martin Atkinson for eight. So he'd probably show him a, a straight red and then ban him for a month. Yeah. But. <laughs> You might get a yellow, you know what I mean? It's 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 one of them. Right. It's a bad error. You've mentioned the name, let's do it. Um, <laughs> I He's a prick, isn't he, Paul? Yeah, I was gonna use the C word, but I feel I feel like there's a lot of pressure on there. Don't use it now I can feel Emma's eyes burning into the side the of the BBC. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you need the to B- take that out. I said to Tom, I was like, that needs to come out. <laughs> You can't, can't call Martin Atkinson the C word. The BBC, mate. You, you just can't. Right, I, I, don't like, I don't like that word anyway. It's not a nice word. Fair yeah. enough. Martin Atkinson is terrible. And right, so uh, me, uh, Patrick, we, we, me and Chris were talking. We did the in- instant match reaction, and Chris's reaction was: referee's blown the whistle. You know, we we we've caught teams out in similar sure. situations in the past. So, and, I, and from that perspective, I agree. The referee, to the left of the law, the referee's blown his whistle, and so the game, you know, the the balls after they're Brighton are perfectly within their rights to take that. That I don't think that's up for debate. And fair, because so fair play to Dunk for having the vision to be very able clever. to do that. Speaking, it's yeah. a very, very clever move, very, very clever free kick, and he deserves the goal for that level of ingenuity. However, Adrian has just come from. But he didn't even have. He apparently didn't have a goalie shirt. Apparently, he was just wearing a t-shirt. He had no preparation. He wasn't warmed up in any way, shape, or form. He's come onto the pitch. He's setting the wall. And and we'll come we'll talk about the wall thing in a second, but I can't help but feel that a little bit of common sense in the referee. I mean, I may be like, why, why should I mean the the, argue, the Brighton argument is why should he? But it, I mean, for fuck's sake, he's 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 just he's just come on the pitch. He's not said a word to his teammates. He's trying to organise the wall, and he's in the middle of doing that. Mm. Actor blows the, blows the whistle and less than two seconds later, Doug strikes the ball. So it's not like he blows the whistle and Liverpool have then got time to react to it. Yeah. I, it doesn't sit right with me. Well, I, I watched it back uh, when we got back that evening and the you know there's lots of talk, even before this match, there's been a lot of talk about Atkinson, his performances when we play, um, our record when, when he's refereeing our matches is so much worse than any other referee in the Premier League. The, the interesting thing, like Emily, you were talking before, um, before we started filming, like, yeah, we should do better. We should be prepared. And it, and it, it even felt in real time that Adrian was taking a little more time than he should have. Um, but when you watch it back, Atkinson is looking right at him, at, the, at our keeper, saying like, okay, blows the whistle. He, he was fully aware that we weren't set up. Yeah. And again, yeah, full credit to Dunk is a great, great take. And... Um, he deserves the goal, every right to take it, but I think it, it, there has to be a hint of maliciousness. It feels shady to me, Steve. Yeah. I, 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 it feels I like it was another referee. The problem is it's Martin Atkinson, yeah. and so it feels like, and we've all got this, we all, we all love a good conspiracy theory and all that kind of stuff, like, but it's it, the body of evidence about Martin Atkinson and Liverpool is, is What's all this? Is like, massive. It looks, again, I don't know, obviously you can't hear, but looking back, it looks like Dunk says, can I take this quick? And Atkinson says no, but then he walks behind him, and then blows his whistle. Usually, I would, again, I don't know what the rules are, but you would expect the ref to like. Sometimes he will, he'll hold his whistle up to, 
to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to everyone saying, I'm waiting. Or you might give the, give the goalie a nod, like, I'm, I'm about to blow this whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't wait to blow that whistle. He, he, <laughs> he knows that Dunk wants to take it, so he can't, and maybe that influences him a little bit. Yeah. His positioning's horrible. He's got no, there's this new rule where you're not allowed people in the wall, and Brighton have got someone in the wall. Yeah. But from where he is, he can't see that. His job, once he denies that, he says, no, you're not having it. He's meant, to, he's meant to walk around, he's meant to get side on. So he, because he's meant to be checking for that. No one checks it. The lad's in the wall. Technically, it's not a goal. I think it's a bit cry arse to complain about it because it's one of them. Yeah. But but he, you, when when the ref denies the quick free kick, I think we're all ingrained to it. The ref's now going to make his way round and then he'll do that thing when he goes because all yeah. refs love doing that. <laughs> and, and then they blow their whistle. He, he just he just starts walking and he's, he goes, yeah, I'll blow a whistle. I'll go ahead, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm where I want to be. I've got a good view of this. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, I'm I, right behind this yeah. one. Oh, it's just going to look great. Got both teams to score. It's, 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 it's very odd. Like, it's, just, it's an odd sequence in that I think, listen, we, we all laud the, the Alexander-Arnold Origi corner. So we, it's hard to... You know, I'm not going to cry out. It's brilliant from Brighton. I thought it was really clever. Yeah. But you are conditioned. There's not only footballers, but football fans is that when the ref says no quick one, you then have to wait for him to be in position. A ref, you, you never expect a ref to be walking, blowing the whistle. It's just odd. And everyone switched off. It's the wall, the wall thing as well. The walls are the screen. I've got no problem with it at all. Right. Yeah, that's like, fine. At all. I, I, thought, I thought it was brilliant. It I was, was like, I, I want to see more of that in football. Like, just quick football. Like, you, like football for me, at like the top level, is reacting to these kind of things. And I get what you're saying. Like, you're, you're conditioned to do this. Common sense and all that kind of stuff, but I thought it was brilliant. I want to see more of that. Like, yeah, it's not against us. Well, well, this is the thing. It's because it's against like your team that you're like, ah. Oh. But like when Trent did that, like you say, like that was one of the best moments in football. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I get you. Well, no, no, you're right. And again, 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 if we're gonna nitpick, I say the wall thing. I don't yeah. understand the rule enough to be able to to be able to. You meant to, to have like a separate it. wall. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just that thing of. I mean, for fuck's sake! The, 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 like, you've just dropped the goal. He's not. He's, he's not warmed up. Like, he mm. could have. They could have legitimately asked him. But that's Liverpool's fault, though. Like, no, he, should, not, he should be warmed up. No, but it's not. That's not Liverpool's fault. That's just when the when the goal, <laughs> goalkeepers don't. don't yeah, no, don't and, warm and I get up. that. But in but terms of elite even, football, the, he should be. But the point is, is that he's walked. In, he's walked onto the pitch. Yeah. He is essential to what's happening there. Yeah. To, you can see. I, I don't. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's I, one of them. Mate. I think yeah. I, I, yeah, our, our I, I setup, it. our setup of that was is a joke because yeah. because because there's no goalie to do it. But maybe in hindsight, some hey, someone stand just stand on top of the ball until the ref. Yeah. Move, someone stand there because you know your goalie is coming on. Don't let them take it. So one of your, your centre forwards just be standing on it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe someone else could be lining the wall up because. Yeah, like, I'm not being funny, but you got Van Dyke and Henderson on the pitch. Yeah. Like one of them, you just line up the wall. Don't you? I, the reason that it takes so long is that the wall is miles away. Like I don't know whose like whose job it is to go. I wonder if I should be on that. Whoever's on the end of the wall, yeah. because they, it is like it's like three foot wrong. Yeah. It's like it's like it's just, Stevie Wonder could see that that's yeah. not a good wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just just every why is, and he's got move over and everyone's just ignoring them. Yeah. All that's said. Yeah. If, if if defenders could set the wall. Goalkeepers wouldn't do it every single time, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you'd be amazed how poor defenders are at certain yeah. <laughs> poor yeah. positions. Yeah. It's crazy because it's, yeah, it's, it's it, you you judge it, and a bit, maybe it's cheap, but you'd always judge the the, the second from the the outside should be in line with your post. Mm. Basically, yeah. is always the, the the rule of thumb on it. But it, it, again, it's just it. you know what? Again, you're right. It's cry arson. Look, I, but it's it just seems. It just it doesn't seem sportsmanlike for me, for particularly the situation. If it's Allison's in goal for it, then I've got no problem with it because he's there. He's been there the whole time. The lad's walked on the pitch, setting the wall. He's in the middle of setting the wall. The referee blows the thing. It's like, mate, you know. I think I've, I've, I, I've refereed in the past, and I would in that situation. If I if I think of, again, it's just me personally. If I think a goalie's taking too long, I will say goalie. I will just say yeah. goal, and I'm showing the whistle like I say. Get yourself back because I'm about to blow it, yeah. and then he will run across whether it's wall set or not. So I, I do get it. I mm. think it, it, he's a he's a bad ref. He's a bad. That's that's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the bottom line of it. And again, it just doesn't help. I, I think Michael Oliver doesn't blow that whistle. I think he he, he goes. Let, I've I've denied you the quick one. I'm going to waltz around and I'm going to make sure everything's spot on. Yeah. Because that big their left back who's like a giant by the way, size of him. He's just standing on the end of the wall anyway. So a good ref would have gone. 
stop you out. Spray the second line. Yeah. No, and I think it just catches Liverpool. Bearing in mind the position we, we've seen, we saw Obama Young having to retake a penalty at the weekend yeah. because of incompetence. That kind of stuff. Like yeah. the, the little finickety things in the in the yeah. in, in the laws that aren't being. Uh, this is the yeah, one of the senior yeah. referees in the in the country. It just it. it it's lack it of might be nothing. It, look, he might, he might do that every single every single week against all kinds of different opponents in all kinds of different situations. But I, but he's done. I, I'm entitled to have this opinion of Martin Atkinson because I, I built this opinion yeah. up of him over the years. And when he does something like that in those situations, it feels vindictive. We, of, of, for some reason, again, I just, I, yeah. What I would I'd say? Be, I'd, be, I'd be, look, I'd be laughing my tits off if someone did this against <laughs> City or, or, yeah, or, and or it's, the it's, Blake, it's, but. Dunk sees it straight away because he he yeah. asks straight away. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. He says, "Can I take the yeah. free, can I take the free kick?" And the ref says, "No." And then as soon as he blows his whistle, he waves to us, mate. Like, get out of the way. Like you know, like when you're onto something, yeah. and you know yeah. no one else is. Like yeah, I think I've got a goal here. I've got a goal here. Yeah. He knows like, he scored. That, like he'll be ten. telling his grandkids, "I passed the ball into the bottom corner." <laughs> he, knew, he knew ten seconds before I've got a goal here. The only yeah. other thing about it is Adrian should throw himself at it. Yeah, yeah. but but again. The problem is he's, he's not warmed up, <laughs> so you, your body, you're yeah. not, you don't. It's weird. It is a weird. Yeah, thing. you just don't react you, to it. You don't. You you can't make yourself do that if you're not. If you're not, it sounds stupid, but it's it, it's true. Yeah. Like no, I mean, for God's sake, he was still doing like high kicks to warm up before taking goal kicks. Like fucking five minutes later, like you I mean it was a it was a bit of a joke. Um, Are we going to talk about him nearly throwing in a goal? Let. Um, Oh that, yeah, that was I said brilliant. This, I don't know where I said it, but the that performance from Adrian was exactly the kind of level of performance I expected from him when we signed him. I expected yeah, him to just be steady, never <laughs> spilling footies, miss kicking, goal kicking. You know, I expected him to be crap, um, and um, yeah. So uh, it was, yeah, it was. That was the Adrian we that, deserve, not the one we go. He makes a couple of good saves, actually. But that drop, yeah, he does. I, I just again, it might be especially when you wear you saying, Patrick, <laughs> it looks like it's about to roll in. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never thought that the other guy was going to get it, the, the the oncoming striker. But I thought that is just going to creep over the line. I was, yeah. I, I just. It was like watching Carrius again. It was, it, ah! yeah. it was, you mentioned before about Van Dyke in slow motion. That ball moved <laughs> yeah. so slowly. Thankfully, it was so slow that he managed to jump on it. I love that, and he's on the floor. And he goes, "Sorry." <laughs> and he, he just puts his hand up and goes, I am so sorry, that was so bad. And he's, he's, it's like he doesn't want to look at anyone, he's like, he's he just so puts his hand up, I, mean, I am really bad. He, he's basically gone, he's gone, right, Alison's had his fun today, I need to have my fun today. Don't I can't come off this pitch without giving everyone a heart attack. He made another save where he laid on the ground and just gave a thumbs up, I don't know. <laughs> There's a great shot of that. I love seeing a photo of that. Just a, lay, a laying down hand signal. It was horrendous, wasn't it? Um, just so, 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 so nervous. But again, yeah, I said at the top, it nearly played into this notion of excitement because yeah. I, I hadn't, I hadn't, wasn't expecting it. I wasn't ready for it. I was ready to just, I, I'd mentally written it all on Liverpool cruise to a 2 0 win and blah, 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 blah. And then it all became really exciting. And I think it made, you know, they're the kind of games that make you feel alive. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't mind a few that make me feel Normal. slightly less <laughs> alive, you know what I mean, if, that, if, that, if that's the case. But uh, no, Do it was. Do you wasn't. think we dealt well? With ten from there, I thought we did a good job. Like, I would have thought that he'd have had to be he'd have had to be making save after save. He has a couple, but they're from quite far out, and then he obviously yeah. has that, which mm-hmm. is a bad head that he just nearly he throws it in. But I thought the way Liverpool got themselves into shape went four four one, and basically just said you, yeah. all we're doing here is just kicking it dead far away as far yeah. as we can. Well, you know, he was, he was, he was good. Actually, I thought that on the really helped in that. Yeah. At the end, yeah. that one he covers around the back. There's a couple and, where he, he he's obviously playing in midfield, Patrick, and he. And he he busts a gut twice, and yeah. one of them we end up. I think we get a throw in or a corner. I think it's a throw in from it, and like everyone gets, you know, yeah. we we were yeah. we were celebrating throw-ins <laughs> by, the, by the end of that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, you know, we talk about we take games for granted. Mm-hmm. The performance that we the shift that we put in at ten men, I thought that's the thing. I'm not I'm not so much made up with the fact that we ended up in that situation I'm so pleased with the attitude that the team showed in that yeah. situation well I mean when was the last time we were down to 10 men it, it's been yeah. we, we have such a good record um, from a discipline standpoint that it just doesn't happen very often yeah. so it was weird in, in a, a just to see us you know I mean, it was so weird that when the goal when Allison went to go off I couldn't figure out why Adrian wasn't coming straight on yeah. for him, and then I was like, it, I mean, came this is the biggest thing I've ever said on video, by yeah. the way. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, I told him, oh my God, obviously yeah. we've got a sub player, I'm not swapping the keeper. My first thing was, oh my God, we got a sub. 
I, I wasn't sure that if we'd used, again, Tom knows that this life well, counting subs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm, I really hope we've got another sub because I was thinking a split second was who goes in goal. Oh, Verge. I, I've got no idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to see that now. Goal. Adrian needs to get sent off against Everton. I think Chamberlain would have won in goal. Yeah. Oh, did we, have, we had a Lana on the pitch at that point, didn't we? I, I think Is he meant to be good in goal? Oh, in fact, Hendo? Nah. Go on, go on, go on. So it would be about. Ox, probably. Ox or Virgil. I mean, Vir- Virgil will probably walk to the ball and then just pick it up. Robbo. And save it. I think Robbo will be a good keeper. Trent then. looks like he could be could go in goal. Degsy would be hilarious. Oh, Lovren. Lovren, that's what I want. I want Lovren in goal. Yeah. I was just thinking, I, then, I was like, yeah. oh, please, I've got one. And then, frankly, the, the camera cuts rather quickly to our doing getting, like you said, Forgetting that he was actually there to play. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! To be fair, like Firmino would probably save it with like a kung fu kick. <laughs> a no, a no look save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no look kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thirty-one unbeaten. <laughs> uh, forty points. That magic forty-point uh, position. We're safety. not getting relegated. Safety assured <laughs> for one more season. Um, just great, absolutely great. And you know, we were looking at the uh, the league table, Patrick and. There was a point, and it actually, because of Man United's result, I think we're now t- we're 22 points ahead of mm-hmm. Manchester United. Crazy. 22. 22. I, 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 on Saturday night, I could, my brain could not comprehend the league table that I was looking at. And the, Everton capitulating in the most Everton way ever you know, <laughs> does change things a little bit. But you know, we were very nearly, what, 10 points clear at the top yeah. of the, the, yeah. the Premier League? And love in front of City. I think the... Um, we were in the the concourse right before the the match, watching the the city game, and that was the best way to walk into Anfield and be like, okay, let's go get this done. I think the I was a little tickled last night reading uh, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer's comments after their uh, game, where he said he's not too concerned about the league table because of how tight it is, but we're 22 points ahead of them after 14 matches. Yeah, and that's just the like. You just want to inject that straight. <laughs> I mean, straight into there are the teams veins. in this league, Paul, who won't get forty points this season, and we've got it like less than half. If you, you know, if you extrapolate that out, we're going to end up like sixty points ahead of the United. <laughs> was it, it Cy Brundish tweeted something saying like we can afford to lose like I can't remember how many games he said we'll lose and two, still draw get three or lose three on City. Two, that yeah. was it, and still get ninety eight points or something, yeah, which it's, is it's, crazy. It's, I mean, the big gap is what it is. It's eleven here, the City. Yeah, At eleven, mm-hmm. eleven points after fourteen games is just out of this world. It's, it's as much as you could ask for, and like you say, the, it's not the, even the end of December yet. Exactly, that's what yeah. I mean. Mad in it. It's eleven points in in what the first weekend. It's absolutely bananas, and it just shows like. When you play badly and get points, it, you know you're stacking these wins and you're stacking these three points. Where City don't play, play don't play well, and they've drawn or they've got beat, mm-hmm. mm. and it's just huge, huge pressure. So basically, City have got a better result in four games. That's what I mean. If, if it was just the they've around, still got to play. It, if, it, if it was the other way around, I'd be like, well, that's that gone. Yeah, but that that's yeah. dead. I yeah, I would feel it was impossible to claw back eleven points in yeah. Manchester City. It, mm. And I, but this is another example of again of, of, of a game where a little bit of adversity looks self-inflicted this time around. But you know, and, and coming out and it makes you feel more mm. more confident about the whole situation. Yeah. It's insane. It's it, what I, the old Man United teams used to do, yeah, and it used yeah. to bug everyone yeah. so much because they play awful and then get like a one 0 But I looking at the looking at that game. Me and Chris had it on the radio driving. To there, like we turned the car off when we when we parked up, and it was we turned it back on, and it was just it was two one. We thought, well, forget that. What's what's the goal on phones? Okay, that's a hell of a goal mm-hmm. from De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. You know what are you gonna do? Fair play, we'll have exerted themselves, but they've got the three points. We weren't expecting to get anything from Newcastle, so we didn't think anything of it until we got to the ground. And we met up with Ross, and he was like, "Have you seen the score?" And we're like, "Yeah, two one, shame." And, no, two all. <laughs> Ross is running around downfield <laughs> like this. John <laughs> 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 <Trying to> jump <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> Just yeah. amazing. Yeah, who'd have thought you'd be singing the Shelby song in the car no, <laughs> at the end of the like, day? Absolutely, but that was the thing about it. You know, City dropping those points and just to go and, again, notwithstanding, post the red card, the way we handled that game, it didn't, you know, every time City have dropped points last season, Patrick, I think we all, we were we were all so nervous and you'd, you'd see Liverpool just yeah. not being, at, yeah, just not being at the races, just being a little bit off or whatever because maybe the pressure was getting to them. You never got a sense of that at all. No, not at all. I think last season it was really 
stressful. I watched almost every city game, just praying. <laughs> One, they're gonna drop points here, they're gonna drop points here, and then I remember the the match against Leicester, where company just hit that ridiculous goal. I mean, that that was a heartbreaking moment. And that, this season, I decided I'm like, I'm just not gonna watch. I'm, I don't, I don't want to go through that. And we're we're in a place now where they've dropped two fewer points right now than they did all of last season after 14 matches. Mm. So we. I don't think any, there's no catching us this year. I think it's just. Does it? It certainly starts to feel that way. And you know, the only, the only slight, the only thing that stopped it being a perfect weekend of football. And it's, and it's, it's on personal <laughs> preference. This, by the way, Marco Silva. Mark, because like Everton <laughs> yeah. being, Everton being in that situation, being a goal up, and you're thinking, ooh. And I watched that game. I, really, I actually quite enjoyed watching that game as well. Um, <sighs> I was disappointed. I was yeah because look, ultimately. As I'd much rather, as I dislike Everton, yeah, I'd rather win the league. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather have be in his comfortable position in the league. Yeah. I'd rather have a ten point gap to to, 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 to Leicester. You got the impression, Steve, judging by the because I've seen a lot of people going, they just look at them celebrating a win against Everton. They're celebrating that way because it's an incredible way to actually to yeah. win a game of football, but also because I think they knew that if they didn't get that win, That's that was the, that was the title race yeah. over. It's all that they're in the title race, isn't it? But the, the, that's the, the the situation we find ourselves in. <sighs> Ultimately, mate, at this stage of the season, I'm quite happy for Everton to lose. Just probably play them anyway, so it's 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 actually quite funny. If it was any <laughs> if it was any other manager standing there on the sidelines, I, I, I said I'd have felt sorry for him, but but I don't. So they're Leicester, a good team. They are really good, and they're resilient as well. They, they are going to be in and around it. Listen, if if I would fancy us in a, in a head-to-head shootout with Leicester, and the, the the general conversation I keep hearing on, on radios and talking talk shows or whatever is um, Leicester are three points better off now than when they won the league. Fantastic. You you will not win the league with that points total. Yeah. So yeah. If you want to overhaul Liverpool, you are going to have to get 100 points. I think we're going to get 95 at least. Yeah. I think we'll be in min, somewhere between 93 and 97. I think Liverpool yeah. will end up. If Leicester can go and beat that, absolute fair play to use. You, you others, it will be the greatest Premier League victory of all time. The yeah. Man City thing's really interesting because we'll see. Look, you know, you can't. You City can get, just win twenty. Exactly, you, yeah. you can't discount I mean, Man City. Man City, I think, that. are the are probably the best team we've had in the Premier in Premier League history. So when you've got a team like that that are eleven points behind, you don't. But like, we're on the precipice of being us. That's the thing. Well, that's well, the, this, yeah, this like, is it. I was just looking. At, if you look, like, we keep, I keep thinking City might do. You know, like I say, go on a big run, but. Yeah. Burnley away, United at home, Arsenal away, Leicester at home, yeah, Wolves tough. away. In, in years gone by, I'd have just put my house on them, winning all them. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't now. Yeah, absolutely no chance. And that's the thing is that I, I was saying this There's blood in the water. Yeah, I think. Is yeah, the exactly. Yeah, exactly. People, people can sense it. Newcastle knew quite well. If even if we just keep it close to last ten, and he, listen, they might win a game because De Bruyne turns into Tony Eboa. I'm yeah. absolutely fair play if he does that. <laughs> Brilliant, well done. Half, yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. under the age of twenty-five. I'm not going to lie, I'm like, no, I was 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 like, no, I yeah, they're losing that air of like invincibility, yeah. which we've mm. kind of got now. Yeah, it's right. like switched. It'd be just be an interesting thing because, uh, look how, let's use the Champions League last season as an example of this. When we were up against Real Madrid, mm. Real Madrid's superior quality maybe in terms of what they had on the pitch and experience and all that kind of stuff is what helped them across helped them across the line on the, on the day and, and you know and carry us obviously. <laughs> um, but the um, <laughs> but then when there was a sense of inevitability when you're coming yeah. into Tottenham, you think we should have this because we know what we're doing here yeah. a bit more. And yes, of course, Leicester have won the league more recently than, than Liverpool had. But I, it would be mad for us to end up in a title battle with only Leicester. Like mm-hmm. if, if, and not to win it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. I would be not relaxed, not like because I feel Leicester can't do it because they're phenomenal. I was so impressed oh, yeah. by how they conducted themselves. Their, their squad's brilliant as well. The, the players they've got in that squad is brilliant. Yeah. I know European football, yeah, exactly. so they've got more rest yeah. and stuff. It's exactly. really, yeah, that's, that's the huge. thing with them. And then we have to go to their place, which, it, which will never be easy. So Without Fabina. At the minute, mm. I, would, I would be half right in City off. If it was any other team, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that's kind of the point I was making. Because it's them, you can't. because it's them. But it should be a two-horse race now, and even then, it's a two-horse race with an eight-point gap. 
Yeah. Like, it should, it should be it. I, I, I put on Twitter the other day. In my head, I'm thinking, well, that's the, that's the league. And then the little bad guy on my shoulder's going, Steve, you know, in May, I wonder how Liverpool are going to have fucked this up. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. went, what went wrong with, like, yeah. for you to just be sitting there like, what this? What I think is <laughs> funny is the amount of people who've come out going, didn't Liverpool have, and you know, this, and I've seen the points tally be uh. different every single time. It's like people generally remember that we had a lead, a little bit of a lead at some point, but no one can truly remember what the parameters for it were. Yeah, wasn't it nine points, but City, City had a game, game in hand, and then we and played we City play next. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is so there's a there's a massive difference between yeah. where we are now and then. But you're right. Yeah, Until Liverpool finally deliver a league title. It's there's gonna be you're gonna ha- we're all gonna have that little noise in yeah. the back of our head that goes how does where, how does this go wrong? Yeah. It's like imposter syndrome, and and that's what's gonna be tough for the players as well. Yeah, and I think they know that, yeah. and that's that's but gonna it's, be it's, the it's, test. Logic this. logic dictates Paul is that it should be like when Chelsea won it under Conte's first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was won in December, yeah. Yeah. but it officially took them till spring to, to yeah. actually win it. Yeah, yeah. That logic dictates that's how this should be. It's like yeah. Liverpool should have that gap and, and it should grow and it should be double figures. And then you get to February, March, April, and then Liverpool should there'll be a random game away yeah. in, in mid March, April. That, 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 that's what logic takes because of the run of points we're on, and now everyone else yeah. is faltering. It's just that we're Liverpool fans. The, so this little voice is going, yeah. "Fuck, just no, something, but, what's going to go wrong?" But this is the point, isn't it? And I say the imposter syndrome thing is that that's where we're at. You have it in, in, in every walk of life. Is that you don't know. Good, really talented people don't recognise that how talented they are. Sometimes, like you mm. mean, so you think you, they presume, like like the X Factor syndrome, where they think, yeah. "Oh my, am I that weirdo who goes on there who, who tries to sing with his throat for whatever reason? Who <laughs> thinks he's super talented? Is that is that me?" Mm-hmm. But no, it turns out you're actually dead talented because we've been conditioned with this mentality yeah. of what are Liverpool going to do? How's this all going to fall apart? How's this going to break our heart? Whereas every week that that team goes out there it actually gives us yet more and more evidence that no, we're, we're where we are because we deserve this is not like when you have I always, always reference it how Blackpool were in like the top four mm. for a little spell yeah, in the yeah. first season in the Premier League and and you know it's not going to last yeah, in it's Holloway times well yeah you know exactly you know it's yeah it, it's, a, it's a very weird mentality to be in I'm not entirely comfortable with it but I'd rather be in this position than any of the positions we've ever been in in the gotcha. Premier League so yeah, take that. Um, right, yes, thank you very much, guys. That's been an absolute pleasure. Just Cheers. a little matter of building up to a Merseyside derby to look forward to. Uh, that should be very good indeed. But yeah, thank you very much to people for joining us. If you want more of this, the Merseyside derby final word show will be on the RedmenTV.com. You can sign up for the first month. It's completely free. And then it's £5 a month thereafter. We've got all that. We've got stats and tactics. We've got the Reds News Roundup. We've got a whole host of amazing content coming up over the festive period as well so make sure you get over there and sign up and support everything we do here uh, and in addition to that do go to theathletic.co.uk forward slash redmentv to get that 50% discount um, and yeah because oh, it just makes us look really good you want to make us look good right unless you're one of those weirdos who watches us because they don't like us and you support another football club <sighs> um, right brilliant thank you very much see you all very soon ta Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.